0: to the Money Mentors Podcast.
1: Thanks for joining us here on Money Mentors, here with Gary Matson and Laurel Stewart. I'm Jennifer Perry. We always appreciate you checking out the podcast or the radio show. And you can also check out Gary's face for radio. You can catch him on TV, too, during the week <laughs> on WZZM or Wood TV. I'm sorry, Gary. We've known each other long enough. I can give you a hard time about oh, that. Oh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I say it's one of those things that I never thought to seek out being on TV or radio. And it's just something that people want this information. That's why we're here. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I just like meeting people and see where they're at and solving their problems. That's yeah. what it's about for us.
1: Absolutely. But we love taking those lessons to the airwaves too on television. They're coming up on Fox this week as well. So check out some of their appearances and you can catch them on demand too on our website at matsonfinancial.com or follow us on Facebook too for weekly updates from Gary and Laurel. It's easy to get caught up in politics, but no matter how you feel about all the changes that we've been through this year in DC, I think all of us at the end of the day we just wonder how will these changes affect our financial bottom line and we do want to flash back and remember what joe biden told us back during his presidential campaign i'm not going to raise taxes on anyone who makes less than four hundred thousand dollars a year you won't pay a penny more i guarantee you but i'm going to ask the big corporations and the super wealthy to begin to fair pay their fair share it's not punishment It's about time you start paying your fair share. But Here's the thing. I mean, we all have a different idea of what our fair share might be numbers wise. But how do you help people minimize that tax liability when they get to retirement?
0: It's really about the numbers of where they need money and where they're going to spend it at. You know, if you're one of those people that are earlier than age 65 and you don't have Medicare and you're looking to retire, you're going to need health insurance. Mm hmm. And that could be very costly in a COBRA plan where you're in it through work and you're going to pay that share or even buying it in a normal marketplace. Well, there's ways we can reduce your income if you stay below 400% of the poverty level that you can actually have insurance subsidies. In other words, the government will help you buy health insurance. That's a plan. Mm. And it's out there, but you've got to have the right income level. And that's why it's so important to have the math in place to look at where you're at, what your structure is. Now, if you don't have to worry about income levels, so you're past your full retirement age for Social Security benefits, and you're in Medicare, and you have those supplemental insurance, and you're doing what you want to do, then it's all about saying, I want this lifestyle. What is the taxes going to cost me for that? Hmm. Now, if you're paying 40% in taxes for every dollar you take out to maintain that lifestyle, That could feel very, very stifling if you look at it from the standpoint of long-term, is your portfolio going to last? But if you're Warren Buffett and you've got billions of dollars that you can give away, you don't worry about those things.
2: True. yeah. Well, that's the thing too, is I think when it comes to, tax laws and paying your fair share, this became such a triggered topic, you know, a hot topic for everybody. Because when you think about it, you're like, well, why can't these corporations pay their, quote, fair share if I'm paying, you know, 20% or I'm paying 30% or whatever that looks like, even if, you know, there's the common person who's only paying 12% in federal taxes. Because if they're looking at it and saying, well, if the corporation's not even paying 12 why do I have to? That's not fair. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, is there's this bigger picture here. And I actually read an article on Tesla's Elon Musk here in the last couple weeks and it's the same as a lot of other you know big millionaire, billionaire CEOs and companies, and what happens Our tax laws are in place for people to follow. There are advantages, you know, for being an owner of a company and things like this to take advantage of so you're not paying so much in taxes.
0: Yeah, investing in rockets that people can ride on.
2: Right, exactly. <laughs> yes. I, there, there's a discount for that. <laughs> right, and so it's not that they're doing anything wrong or illegal, they're just following the tax code. And that's what we come back to when we talk about with our clients with taxes too is, what does the tax code say, and how can we help you make sure you're paying the minimum amount of taxes? You know, we want to pay your fair share in what's required, but we don't want to overpay and give too much away because that's your hard-earned money. And remember, the tax laws are in place for a reason to take advantage of those.
0: And so many times people say, well, how do taxes cause hyperinflation? They're not correlated. Right. And they are very correlated. Mm-hmm. That, let's just look at cheese. So Kraft makes us cheese called Velveeta. Great cheese. Yeah, great
1: automatic. cheese. A lot of things, cheese yes.
0: <laughs> now, let's say you go to a store and you're paying two dollars for that big brick of cheese and it's wonderful. Now all of a sudden the company has to pay forty cents more in profits for every block they sell. What do you think they're gonna do? They're gonna change it from two dollars to two forty. You're gonna pay that extra forty cents, which mm-hmm. means do that across the board of everything: gasoline, clothing, appliances, home taxes, property taxes pretty soon you're going to see that you're going to be like Sweden and you're going to be in a 60% tax bracket with all the taxes being paid. Now that means that if you're going to go backwards because, again, you have more tax to pay, you're going to go out and get a new job or ask for more money, which means that they're going to pay you Cause they need workers right. so what happens we have this thing that calls does the egg come first or the chicken come first it's a vicious cycle and everybody's wages go up which means then more prices go up which means I have hyperinflation which means in the 70s when I bought a car for forty nine hundred dollars it's now forty nine thousand dollars mm. and if you're in retirement and your money's not growing that way you're falling behind and when you go to get a health plan something done or you go out like my mom and just buying shoes that she says I paid $190 for these shoes and I can remember buying them for nine dollars yeah now the old stories that we hear from our grandparents you know I walked uphill both ways to school (laughs) there's reasons those stories ring true and that is because prices will go up I can remember in high school I needed $20 and I could get through the whole weekend a couple dates have some fun fill up my car now $20 won't even fill up my tank of gas yeah But if that's all I've got is that same income power of $20, I'm going to have less choices. So your money's got to work as hard as you did for it. Real life lessons about your retirement. You're listening to the Money Mentors Podcast.
1: The United Van Lines is the country's largest full service moving company. And they found through their own research lately that there's this new top retirement state. You'll never guess what it is. I mean, I would think, what, Florida, based on yep. your experience, right? right? Yep. Yeah,
0: Florida, maybe Texas, maybe. Yeah,
1: is becoming big. True, yeah, but it's uh, not any one of those. Mm. It is surprisingly... Delaware. What? <laughs> that's exactly what's yeah, what interesting. I said. <laughs> Lots
2: of Isn't Delaware really really cold, too? Yes. I'm it's thinking, what? Small. Yeah.
1: So apparently it's not about the cost of living or even taxes. According to their findings, they say retirees are hoping that being only a couple hours drive away from big cities like DC, Baltimore, and Philadelphia means the kids and grandkids will visit more often. I've never thought about Delaware as a visiting Me, spot, though. Neither. <laughs> but when it comes to your clients, do they typically want to move when they retire? And what factors should we consider if we do want to relocate in retirement?
0: I'm still stuck on Delaware. Me too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think when people start to have thoughts about relocating, what we see a lot is obviously the snowbird effect, where mm-hmm. they're going to start testing out the waters pre-retirement. So they start going down, whether that's RV style or a home down there for, you know, two to four months during the winter time. That's their escape to test it out and see also, you know, where do we want to be in Florida? There's so many different areas. What speaks most to us? And then, you know, I'm not sure about Delaware. We're still talking <laughs> about that one. But we know that the kids and grandkids will want to come down to Florida because there's so much to do, you know.
0: Spring break. Christmas break, Mm -hmm. holidays. And that's the thing you got to look at is from your standpoint is that what are you trying to achieve? Is it to escape, you know, weather? Or is it to be in a position that family members will come visit you? A lot of people, when they start out planning for retirement in their 40s and 50s, they've got this plan that says they're going to leave the area, they're going to enjoy things, and then they get to retirement, and they're going like, well, things have changed. You know, I got Mm -hmm. grandkids who want to see me, birthday parties, or Mm -hmm. college education, or all the things that are going on from graduation. They want to be there. They want to be there for those parts. Like my mom, who's now 97 years old, it sounds weird, I agree, Mm -hmm. but- she moved back from Florida so she can get her hands on the newest grandson coming, great I should say great grandson coming yeah, for her. Yeah. And she can't wait to get her hands on him. And so I gotta admit <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> so us moving out of the area and making a permanent residency away from our family hours and hours of ways probably not gonna happen. For her, it was a big change. 35 years in Florida, made a distinctive change. I'm now 97. I'm going to go live in snow, which we never thought would happen.
2: (laughs) No, never, never.
0: And now we're there for her as a family members. And that's what she wanted to do. So that's what has to happen when it comes to retirement. Your plan has to be flexible, number one. Number two, affordable. And three is to meet the demand of your changing family.
1: So for your clients, the people who've talked with you over the years about making a move, is it primarily due to family reasons or is it financial?
0: It starts out to be in the lifestyle. Here's what I want to do, lifestyle. So they might downsize a home or keep the house because the family is going to come over. Um, We've got a client that they're brilliant on how they did this. They live on a lake. And so the kid says, we want a new boat. We want dad to buy a new boat. And he says, well, I'm not going to do that. It's a very expensive. And he says, well, okay, we'll all put money in. So each of them paid a quarter of the boat, three sons. They've got 10 grandkids. Mm-hmm. Wow. And every weekend, almost every weekend throughout the summer, the whole family comes to the house. Now, they're never going to sell that house. They're never going to downsize, even though during the week, it's just two of them. But that five-bedroom home, when it comes on weekends, it's not big enough. Uh-huh yeah. And so that's the love. That's the they offer that they have is that they're there with their family, cuddling, holding. And I get a kick out of watching when I running get running around
2: here. throwing water balloons this past weekend. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we got to watch them, and that's fun when you see that. And they're building what I call a legacy, not just money legacy, but a legacy of who they are as people. They're taking active roles in their family's positions, and it's a great sight to see the family unit weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio.
1: The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results.